Welcome to Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey. I am Jeff. I am Alex. And today we're going to talk about common scams you can find when traveling around Europe for our 27th episode. Whoa, I know that seven. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yes, we're going to give you some advice on how to avo avoid these scams simply by listening to how we got screwed by these scams. Yeah, exactly. There's uh, Europe is a great place to travel to, but there are scams. So let's play that music and we'll talk about it. Come along with me. <laughs> And welcome back, lucky number 27. Excited to be back. Yeah. Uh, it's always good to be here with you guys, even though you're not here. Yeah, it is. And uh, this has been another crazy recording week for us uh, for like a second, third time because we're on vacation again because it's summer break. So, you know, myself and Jeff's girlfriend of holidays. So we're going around a lot around in, um, in July. And so Jeff and I were just doing some cool stuff. So we're recording right now on a Monday, record another one on a Wednesday, two in a week again, but we'll never stop putting content out on those Wednesdays. Yes. Except my, for last week, which is my Thursday. dying breath. I will give, <laughs> I will give you a whiskey review. <laughs> Until we have nothing else to talk about. Uh, but actually, we got a lot of Germany-related things to talk about before we get started with our main topic, because oddly enough, Germany recently mm -hmm. was ranked as the most admired country in the world for the third year in a row. This comes uh, from a US-based Gallup poll, uh, which surveyed, I believe, around a thousand people from across the world, asking their opinions on the leadership of the countries of the world, you know, which countries they felt led, you know, uh, in terms of um, economics and mm. uh, technology and, you know, all sorts of things, you know, and of course, just general leadership, you know. It's interesting, I, I, and I wonder how accurate that is. A thousand people, is that a normal, Serving sample I for mean, the world? It, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty low, I'll be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll take it. It's pretty cool. Good for Germany. Yeah. Clubs. Um, and unfortunately, of course, uh, the U.S.'s ranking has been uh, pretty low ever since Trump took office. But Yeah. But ho may, hopefully that'll change in the, uh, in the future. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Ruin for you, America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, which is pretty cool. Germany also ranked recently in an, in an expat survey, so many of you lovely people might have taken it who have been listening to us. Uh, Germany is one of the worst countries to make friends. So it's admired, but also the worst to make friends. And this is a global networking company called Internations, and they asked 15,000 expats worldwide to rank the best and worst countries to make friends as an outsider. And Germany was ranked the 11th worst country to make friends. Just barely missing out the top 10. So like more specifically... 51% of most surveys, of most of people surveyed, said making friends with locals was difficult. Which, uh, when I heard that, I is, I don't know if it's sad or not, but I'm not surprised at all. I don't think it's surprising, no. No. I mean, we, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, and I think it's hard no matter where you move to find friends, but I think it's, it, it, it can get really difficult in Germany as well, especially because if you're not in Berlin, you got to learn German, and German's a pain in the bum. Yeah, I mean, again, there, there are... Of course, plenty of Germans who don't mind speaking English, but there's also a lot of Germans who, yes, they took the eight years of English during high school, but have not used one word since high right. school, and all their friends are German and have not practiced, and they have really 
no intention of practicing their English, and so yeah, it's also you know the 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 the, the culture of the German the you know, the German culture of people not being as open as Americans are, mm-hmm. you know, which we've talked about previously in episodes. If you want to hear about that, you know, go scroll down somewhere, you'll find it. Yeah. So yeah. according to these two surveys, uh, Germany is a wonderful place to live, but you might be a little bit lonely in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. That's a pretty common experience I've heard, so accurate. Yeah. I mean, not surprised. No. Um, Moving on. And then uh, one quick correction to our last episode, which was about weird laws. Uh, We talked about um, how uh, being drunk on a bicycle uh, gets you points off of your license, you know, and that um, the um, the legal limit in terms of uh, alcohol consumption for riding a bicycle and driving a car are the same. Right. But our friend Misha corrected us that, uh, in fact... For driving a car, you can consume about one alcoholic beverage, whereas riding a bike, you can get away with a little bit more, about two or three um, right. beers or beverages you can get away with. So I uh, just wanted to add that little correction just yeah. to uh, keep us honest. And in and, and either way, uh, don't drink and drive anything. Oh, no, no. Ever. We're not saying, oh, now go f- kick back a few this extra is just, beers. This is know. just the law. But like, if you're going to be drinking, just don't drive things with wheels. Walk. Yeah. And, and, and of course, even if you only have one beer on a bicycle, but you're you know, tipsy enough to cause an accident, they will probably consider you drinking and driving even though yeah. you haven't reached the limit yet. So absolutely. I would suggest to not do it. Yeah. For your own good. Be safe. Yeah. I'll take the thirsty part because that would be oh, contradictory. I was about to say. Be safe, they're thirsty, they're it's thirsty. contradictory. Be safe, be thirsty, responsibly. Right. Nice. Or be safe. <laughs> be, be face. <laughs> Whoops. Be surthy. My brain didn't work just then. Yeah, mine's, mine's not a full power right now. <laughs> Uh, also, one uh, one shout out today to Ice Boy, Ice Boy, <laughs> for the uh, five star review on iTunes. Thanks yeah, a lot. Thank you, it. thank you, sir. We love those reviews. We talked or, about or woman. We're not sure. Well, I, yeah, Ice Boy could be a woman. We don't know. But yeah. thank you, Ice Boy. And uh, in terms of updates on us, I think you've got one big update that you just sat through the whole entire day. Yeah, yeah. For the past uh, six and a half, seven hours, I'm getting a new uh, tattoo. That's going from my shoulder down to almost my elbow. So like I had a little half sleeve full of plants and stuff. Yeah, it looks great. Thank you. Yeah, I really like it. It was it was painful. It was a long, uh, long session. My body is still recovering a bit. I feel like I used all my adrenaline, like energy I had. So I'm trying to stay upbeat right now, but I'm very tired. Yeah, that's why he might be a little bit slow t- uh, today. <laughs> and actually, we're both a little slow today. We both had some a big vacation and went straight back to work. And, or you went to a different kind of work. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we were just in, uh, Jeff and I did a trip with some friends to uh, Rügen. The Isle is, of Rügen. The Isle of Rügen, which is Germany's biggest island up north on the Baltic Sea. Yeah. And uh, we, did some, we did some camping there. Yes, it's a very popular vacation destination for Germans, you know. Yeah. you got the, the forests r- literally Beautiful. butt up right to the beach, you know. So you, you're, in, uh, you're, in the, you're in the trees and you take a few steps and you're on the sand dunes, you know. So it's, it's really cool. Absolutely. We'll put some photos in the extras maybe. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. We were there for five or six days, mm-hmm. had a little camping spot. Yep. Um, it was infested with mosquitoes, uh, yes. which was a pain in the arse. I mean, I was actually okay. Uh, you got a bit more. Our friends got a bit more. But I think they were focusing on you, and I was just chilling. I got like three bites. Yeah, actually, I wasn't so bad. Uh, but yeah, we had two friends who they just, it was just, you, you would look at them, and you would just see three on their face at any given time. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they bought, they had four bottles of 
anti-mosquito spray and I think they use them all. And mosquito candles. And mosquito candles. Going 24-7 and they still got, yeah. Felt, yeah. I felt so bad. But, I feel bad too. But I think they still had fun. But yeah, if you're in Germany and you want to do a nice little trip in the summer, I highly recommend Rügen. It's beautiful up there. You're really pretty. It has these kind of white picturesque, picturesque yep. cliffs along mm-hmm. the along the Baltic Sea. And then while you're there, you can get a nice fischbrötchen. So a fish uh, and a little uh, roll. Yeah, um, amazing fish they're, sandwiches. They're known for it up there. It's delicious. Oh, I, I, um, <sighs> our friend took us to this fish and chips, which came in a cone yeah. uh, in Stralsund, which is near Rügen. And oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah, it looked like an ice cream cone but filled with fish and chips. And it was absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, probably one of the best fish and chips I've ever had. And uh, one thing we did confirm on our trip was that Germans do, in fact, wear sandals with white socks. Oh, yeah. Saw it a lot. Also saw a lot of naked butts and other things. Front butts. Yeah. The, the, the section of beach that our camp was on was the uh, nude part of, yeah. the, of the beach. So lots of butts, lots of front butts, lots of naked people. Front butts. <laughs> uh, and you also have some, some exciting slash not exciting news. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, next week I have my my visa extension appointment, which Yay. even after living in Germany for years and years and years, you'd think you'd be confident about it and it'd be no big deal. But that's the thing with German bureaucracy is that it gives you anxiety every time because you do not know how it's going to go. No, never. It's always different. Yeah. Last time I went in fully confident because I've been here so long and done everything right and they didn't give me the visa. They surprised me with a document requirement that was not listed and even even now when i when you sign up for your appointment it gives you a list of required documents and then a few weeks later when they confirmed the appointment she sent me uh, a completely different list yeah so if, if you are a, a newer um expat here and you're struggling with the bureaucracy with faking out your visa you're not alone it happens to us who've been here for a long time all the time mm. you'll get through it we, we've gone through it yeah, yeah, but uh, still, yeah, I'm on, I'm a little it bit sucks. on pins and needles waiting for yeah. it to happen. I'll feel much more relaxed come next Tuesday, and uh, actually next time or next week when we record, hopefully I'll have it. I have confidence. I'll be legal. And if not, you go on the show, Ninety Day Fiance. I've, I've been watching that. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've I've I've, I've seen just a couple of them. It's pretty and good. Actually. Some of them are pretty cringy. Some are really cringy, yeah. but some are actually nice love stories. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I look forward to those. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's good. It's good balance. Uh, but anyway, this is not a TLC reality show review. No, this is podcast. A, this is a whiskey expat. Exactly. Podcast. And we're going to talk about the whiskey. Ooh, what do we got today? Today we have Canadian Club Classic 12. Hmm, 12 aged years. 10 years. Wait. No, I'm kidding. Oh. It's aged 12 years. <laughs> it's okay. It's a small batch, uh, batch blended Canadian whiskey, hand selected, fully matured Canadian Club whiskey. Patiently aged for 12 years for a superior quality and character. When they say superior, I don't know who they're comparing themselves to. Like superior to whom? To or other superior whiskeys? to what? Yeah. To, I guess to the basic whiskey that was uh, was not taken so well care of. But what's the basic whiskey? Ooh, uh, the Grangastone? Is that, is that a basic whiskey? I, I think I think when everybody's referring to superior and better and all that kind of stuff, like the 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 like bottom of the barrel is the so Gronger Stone. That's so what you're they're saying referring to. It's better than the worst ones. Literally every whiskey is better than the worst. But one. The, it's better though. I think that's important to tell everybody. Hey, remember that Gronger Stone you didn't like? <laughs> We're better than that. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. So let's. Uh, I, I do have to say, full disclosure. Uh, yes. I have had the Canadian Club six year, 
had it a few, uh, it was a whiskey I really liked back in the day when I was much younger back in the states. Uh, but I've never had what we're about to have, which is the twelve year. So um, oh, nice. I'm still excited. Yeah, I, I've I've seen this before like many times. Canadian Canadian club. I think it's a pretty. Uh, Famous Canadian whiskey. Yeah, what would you describe this bottle? It's a, um, it's, it's kind of like a, f- a flat rectangle yeah. kind of a bottle. It's a nice bottle, and what, what really interests me is the like look, look at the color. The color of the whiskey is very dark. Very dark. Um, you, very dark brown amber. It's beautiful. Um, the bottle has kind of that apotheca pharmacy kind of a like flask a, flask yeah like a large flask kind of a of look. And we have a plastic top cork. Hmm. Well, so, th- this was a, uh, I think, a twenty-year-old bottle of whiskey, so you can't really expect wooden corks, right. you know, or I mean, w- you know, wooden topped. You know. That's true. Ooh, ooh, but a lovely sound. Lovely sound. Okay, let's let's try this out. Look at that color. Hmm. It's a very yeah dark, rich, orange amber. It's very nice, actually. Yeah. I can't. I can't drink a huge amount tonight because my scars on my left arm. True, but I can enjoy a little whiskey with you. Tonight. Cheers. Beautiful color. I love it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's good. I mean, it's you know, it didn't didn't blow me away. Um, it's 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 good. My my, <clears throat> my initial problem with it is that it has an initial burn. I like when they burn later. This one burns right at the beginning and the then goes away. The second it touches your tongue, it's burning. It's a burn, and it's gone where it, when you want it to be starting. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's got a good flavor. A bit of sweetness, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's Canadian. We've had a few Canadians yeah. on here. I think this would be definitely a good uh, a mixing whiskey for cocktails. Yeah, yeah for you know sure. What I mean? Maybe not the the one I would pick to to drink neat in a glass like this, but. Um, yeah, overall. Yeah, I dig it. It's okay. So it's far. Good. And before we start, please, our lovely listeners, we need a name for them. You know, like some things like names, like Juggalos. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, that's stupid. We're not giving What's our, 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 uh, our acronym? Is uh, AGDW? All you Agdwu. You Agdwoods? Um, please give us a review if, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Five-star review. We really appreciate it. Or four-star. It's fine. Uh, and check out our website, agdwpodcast.com. We put a lot of extras on there. Jeff works tirelessly day and night, 24 hours a day, putting stuff on there for you. So uh, don't I never sleep. Don't make Jeff feel bad about working so hard. I check mean, it out. All our episodes are on there as well if you want, if you want to listen there. Um, yeah, yeah. Feel free to send us a message. You've got a question about something expat-related, moving, moving to Germany, uh, or you just have an episode idea, throw it our, throw throw it our, throw it our way. Throw it in. Let's do it. So, Jeff, scams. This was an, scams. This is something you came up with after um, after your trip to Crete because it, you got scammed. It's funny. We were just talking about scams and scams that had happened in the past, and in the middle of that, I was like, "Wait a minute! Why don't that could be an episode? Why, yeah. why, why do we never? Why do we never talk about that on air? We always kind of talk about it between each other, but True. we never really mention it. Uh, and we I just th- record everything we say to each other, right? Yeah, yeah. We should just have our Zoom recorder in our pocket at all times. Smart. And just release it to the world, live stream, you know, just constant. No filter. <laughs> no filter. Hashtag no filter. So uh, l- let's start with with your uh, most recent one that you're into. Which is taxi related. Now, taxi there's, scams. There's, there's several different types of taxi scams that we're going to 
go into uh, now. Now, of course, I just want to preface this. We're not saying all taxi drivers are fraudsters. No, uh, of course many, not. Like, almost everyone I've ever had in Berlin has been an upstanding driver, no problems. Um, Chill, chilling in a Mercedes, it's nice. When it's very obvious that you're not from the locale, uh, you will probably at least once or twice get taken advantage by uh, by yeah. a taxi driver. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's happened to both of us. It's happened to many people I know. It happens all the time. Just be aware of it so it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> exactly. And and the first thing we're going to mention is the not using the meter. Yeah. By the meter, you know, this is the, the ticker that the moment you start driving, you see the numbers going up. It's saying exactly the price of, of your ride, which, of course, is due to either the kilometers or the time going by. Right. Um, and so basically the scam is pretty simple. You get in, you'll get into the car, you'll say where you want to go, they'll start driving, you'll look down and you'll see the meter is completely black or you won't maybe even see the, where the meter is, you mm-hmm. know? And then you'll maybe mention, oh, excuse me, uh, where's the meter or can you turn the meter on? And they'll say, oh no, don't worry. Uh, 10 euro, they'll, they'll try to give you a flat rate fee from, yes. a, from A to B. Which usually sounds like a good idea. You say, oh, I'm on vacation, 10 euro, right. but usually that, that it's, drive might be six or seven euro. Exactly. So you're screwed out of four bucks. Yeah, it's to their advantage for sure. And this happened to be two weeks ago when I was in Greece. It happened to me twice. I only took two taxis and it happened to me twice in uh, in Crete, uh, where both times they did not give me the meter. And I asked him to turn the meter on. And then uh, when he refused, I told him to pull over and I got out of, the, out of the taxi. Now, the mistake I made is the second the taxi starts rolling, you have to pay a minimum fee, even if you've rolled. 10 meters, right. there's you, a minimum you, fee. Usually most taxis, they won't start at zero. They'll start at like 250 or something like that because that's exactly. like a, a short ride. But yeah, they always start at something. So you're not, every time you go into a taxi, you've never been in a taxi before, every time you go in one, you see a little number when you start, that's normal. That's not scamming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And our advice is what you do is you get in, you keep the door slightly ajar, yeah. and you look. If, if you're not seeing a meter, you ask him to turn it on. If he refuses, you get out of that taxi. You don't owe anything. You find yourself a proper taxi. Because the only time you're really going to have a flat rate, rate kind of a fee on a taxi is usually from the airport to downtown and downtown to yeah. the airport. Sometimes there'll be a flat fee for yeah, yeah, for sure for going to it from airports. But other than that, within that city, there's no flat fees. You really got to rely on that meter. And yeah, and I also want to say before getting in, uh, looking at the um, the meter, also look for stickers that say you know like real taxi or like a plaque, some some kinds of plaques, some countries have stickers in the windows. Some some kind of have like some form of identification from the state saying this is a actual taxi, right? Not Steve driving yellow car. Yeah, exactly. You want to make sure you see like the the classic yellow light on top says taxi. Um, yeah, usually there's some sort of, of identification aside. Now this happened to me before, and I'll tell you guys. Uh, I was in London tell several, us. several years ago, and I, I was by myself. Had a late flight landing at the airport in London. I don't know, 10, 11, taking the bus into uh, the you know the, the local because I was trying to save money. I was taking the, like the slow bus yeah. to my hotel. The shuttle. Yeah, hour and a half, something like that. I fell asleep and I woke up and it was one of the things where we were at a stop and I got scared and I thought it was my stop and I just ran to get off. You know, And then, oh, I, yeah. then I realized it wasn't my stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I looked and we were right next to a big taxi stand with a lot of taxi drivers. And I started, walk, I started walking over to it. A guy walks up to me. He says, oh, sir, yeah, you need a taxi? I was like, great. I walk with him, kind of walk a little bit past the taxi stand and we arrive at this black van and he opens it, starts taking my bags. 
And then I notice, okay, nowhere on his van does it say taxi or have a sticker of any kind. And I kind of look in the yeah, that's sketch. I look in the window. There's no meter. There's no you know uh, radio. There's no. And then I realize that this is just random Joe Blow in random Joe Blow car. And uh, and uh, I immediately went, whoa, never mind. Thank you. He got angry, of course. And I and I went and I went back to real taxi. And the price, as we were walking, that he had quoted me, I think was like 30 or 40 euro to get in my hotel. He said, oh, it's very far away. When I took the real taxi, it was about a five minute drive for eight, eight pounds. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah exactly. So Yeah, so I mean, to, at, at the same time when I was in, um, I think it was in, when I was in Thailand, we went to an, an island um, and when we got off, you know, all the tourists getting off and there's like people in taxis and there was a woman with a pickup truck and was like, we need to go. Huh. And I was like, I need to get here. And um, she took us there for real, relatively cheap. Maybe oh. store prices. I don't know. There's no taxis or anything around. Mm-hmm. It was just one woman in her pickup truck, and it was kind of scary because the the bungalows we're staying at were like in the woods a little bit. Right. She's like taking her right down to the woods. I'm looking at my girlfriend like, oh shit, where's where's she taking us? I'm getting a little oh, nervous. Yeah. But then I opened up her we there, and she was super sweet, super nice, with her bags and everything. So I guess like. Yeah, in certain countries, maybe yeah, it's, it's but, normal for a random person. Maybe, but, but general rule, don't don't get in a black van with strangers. Yeah, because I've heard stories of they will drive you to the middle of nowhere and then they'll say, give me all your money uh, or I won't drive you back to civilization or I'll leave you here. Or they'll even drive you to a random parking lot where five of their friends are waiting to take your laptop and your everything. Oh my so, gosh. So uh, stick, stick to designated proper taxis. It's just for, for safety. Yeah. Um, and uh, let me see. Oh, and then two other quick ones. I had one where I was in uh, f- uh, Paris, and he drove us to the airport, uh, and the, the the amount was about twenty euro. So I gave him a fifty euro. He said, "Oh, let me go get go get the change." He went in his car, just drove away. Really? Yeah. What an ass. Yeah, yeah. At the time, I was eighteen, so we looked pretty vulnerable at the time. And and, and yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll also suggest too one more thing about. Uh, taxis is if you happen to have data on your phone where you're going uh, look up a route from the airport to your hotel mm-hmm. and as your taxi driver is driving you there make sure they're going on that route because usually Google Maps gives you the quickest route because sometimes they'll take a longer route or go to a different way to charge you extra you'll get where you need to go but they might go a little extra way because you're a tourist you don't know sure because so the, the longer ask, they like, go you say hey I think this shoe might be quicker and kind of you know gauge what happens um yeah, I mean, maybe it's not worth dealing with. You're still getting where you need to go, but to save some extra cash, maybe do, I do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Even in Berlin, I do that because I don't know how to drive from the airport to my sure, house. Yeah. Sometimes I check and I see that guy's going wrong, like a different way, and I'm like, is this the right way? And then it's like, oh, I'll turn around and went the other way, you know? Uh, see, the thing is, usually in these cases, once a taxi driver realizes that you're on to him or that you're informed, then they'll stay straight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, they're not, they're harmless if they are trying to. Um, to scam you once they realize that you 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 the jig is up they'll probably usually calm down right but sometimes not uh when i lived in athens every day after work which you got off at like midnight i had to text take a taxi home because there's no public transit oh yeah and it was seven euro every single time because of course the same distance again one time i fell asleep i woke up at my apartment and suddenly it was 25 euro oh, not seven convenient. Euro, right he had uh you know fudged the meter and I start, of course, start arguing. I'm like, I'm like, no, dude, like, I'm not, I'm not a tourist. I've been here two months. I, I know it's supposed to cost seven euro, and I'm like, I'm not paying it. And the guy got out of the taxi, and he was a good, um, like, two meter tall, body bodybuilder, like, mountain of a man. He and came, for, the, for those who do not know, Jeff is not. 
No, and by two <laughs> meter tall, I mean I mean like he's like six five, he's huge, thick guy. Okay. He got out, he opened my door, and he said, "If you don't give me the money, I'm gonna take it from you." Oh shit! Meaning I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And it was about one a.m. and in this residential area, it was. You oh my know, God, yeah. you, you, you didn't hear you couldn't you could hear pins drop. There's nobody around. You know what I mean? So he could have beat the shit out of me, and it, you know, like it, there's nobody to call the police for me or whatever. And so it was a situation where I think rightly I said, okay, is this worth twenty twenty five euro, whatever it was? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> and I gave him the money, um, and was immediately uh, humiliated and felt shitty for that couple of days. Oh, so, that sucks. I'm sorry, man. So, so anyway, so sometimes it's harmless, but sometimes they will get pushy. Fair enough. Oh. Now, now, even even yeah, even I'm scared to take a taxi now. <laughs> Shit. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on to our next scam. I got a good one. Um, I got a good one, especially in I think it's more Mediterranean cities, like mm. really hardcore tourist cities. Uh, you get like the I don't know what's called the quote unquote it's free uh, scam. Yes, yes. Uh, and. Yeah, so what it is, like, they'll give you something. And you'll ask if you want to buy something. Like, no, 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 no. And then they'll just give it to you. Like, hey, it's free. Don't worry about it. Or give it to your partner and then come back to you and charge you money for it. So what happened to me? I was in um, I was in Rome with my girlfriend. Uh, ah, yeah. You know, trying to be Rome-mantic. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, yes, yeah, so we're, we're walking around exploring the, the city. And I love Rome. The problem with Rome, you have a bunch of street vendors always trying to sell you stuff all the time. And it gets really annoying after a while. Uh, this one guy comes up to her or us. You know what? We want a rose, rose. I'm like, no, I don't want to get a rose. Like, just please, no, thank you. Um, we're gonna be going rose, rose. No, no, thank you, no, thank you. And then he goes up to my girlfriend, and uh, he's like, here, here for free, for free. And she's like, no, no, I don't want it. It's okay. Yeah. He's like, no, no, it's for free. It's for free. And so he gives it to her, and she keeps walking. And then it comes comes to me, and he whispers like, that'll be three euros. And I was like, what? No, like, yeah, I, yeah. no, it's like, no. So I call my girl. I was like, hey, go. Come back here, please. She's like, what's yeah. up? I was like, can you please give this gentleman back his his rose? And she's like, why? I was like, because he's, he's charging us for it. She's like, oh. And she gave it back to him. <laughs> and the guy just looks so, totally flabbergasted. <laughs> like, this never happened before. But it happens to him five times. It's probably happened a million times. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you sense that because this exact rose thing happened to me in Rome at the Trevi Fountain. You oh, know? wow. Yeah, but with my sister, which everyone, when, I, when you travel with your sister, everyone assumes it's your girlfriend or your wife, whatever. Here's a fun way. fact. You kissed your sister. <laughs> your, your trip throwback? Yeah. 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 yeah nice. nice. Uh, but in, no, Jeff did not kiss his sisters or whatever else. <laughs> uh, but yeah, same thing came over the rose. And, and the thing is, like, it, they push it on you. They really and, push and it on you. And eventually you just agree to take it just so they'll go away. Because it's like, oh, it's free. Whatever, fine, I'll take it. Same thing. He walks up. Then a second later, he's like, no, that'll be two euro. And I was like, no, you said it was free. And I went back and forth, back and forth. And finally he goes, I'm going to call the police. And then I just looked at him. I said, please do. <laughs> yeah. And then he just stood there and then with an angry face and walked away. Because it's like, okay, please call the police. Yeah. What are they going to do? Who's going to be in the wrong? And who's going to be in the right? I know the answer. Do you? <laughs> like, you're selling stuff illegally on the streets. I'm not. Yeah. And unfortunately, similar, similar scams, uh, they'll take advantage of uh, children, their children. Um, yes. You know, uh, just in Crete, uh, we were walking down the street and my, my girlfriend, who's a kindergarten teacher so of course she loves children and she can't say no to children this cute little girl comes up to us who's about you know five six years old with kind of i don't know what you call it like a flower wreath that you wear on your head uh, sure like like, like like a little hippie thing yeah yeah and again please just take it take it i made it it's free it's free it's free it's free and and as my girlfriend's taking it i'm saying out loud 
babe, she's gonna charge you for it. Don't take it. Don't take it. Don't. Take it. The second yeah. she second she puts it on her head, the little girl's like, uh, two euro, two euro, two euro. And I'm like, babe, see, like, but so they'll 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 they will use. They have no problem using their children. Yeah, th- th- this one really uh, really makes me sad. Yeah, that it's like it's like super exploitative to the kids. And I've tried doing a lot of research on it, especially like in some countries, you'll see only kids and like groups of gangs selling like braces and stuff like this. And mm-hmm. saying, you know, it goes to my school, it goes to my books. And I tried looking it up to find out actually where that money's going. Right. And I couldn't find anything. So if anyone has any information about that, I would love to know because um, it's really hard to say no to a child who needs books but at the same time if they I don't know do. where that money is going um, yeah, it's, yeah th- those make me really um, really sad completely agree but and unfortunately most of the time the money goes to their parents who are forcing them to pedal for them because they know oh my kid's cuter than I am yeah. and they know they tugs in the heartstrings of people and exactly unfortunately and they, they take of advantage course. of you you know and of course it tugs in your heartstrings so like yeah if, if, if you're yeah if you're traveling for the first time try to have a uh, a heart of steel yeah, I mean, just be just be aware, you know, maybe even ask the child, well, which school yeah. is it for? And then you can Google it or, you know, like, or, you know, really just just pause and really think about it before you start throwing money out because... At, at the same time, maybe their parents need it too. I don't know the situation. It's, yeah. it's, it's really difficult. Some, some, some situations are really difficult. And sometimes like, I'm just like, I don't know. I want to give you a few euro because like your situation looks worse than mine. But at the same time, I don't know. Maybe there's some trafficking going on. I don't know. You never know, especially in the poorer countries. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. In, in India, we had several times where, where you would stop at a traffic light and little kids would come up to you and they'd have um, bandages on their arms, the blood, saying, you know, I'm, I'm in pain, you know, give me some money. Um, but then a few times I would see these little gangs of kids sitting on the side with uh, red lipstick painting the bandages. So they were, mm. it, was, it was a scam. It was yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, they, they were hustling for money. and it, But again, it's, in that case, okay, throw them 50 cents. It'll make a difference for them. Who cares? You know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, these, these things be difficult, I think, emotionally uh, when you're trying to enjoy your vacation. <laughs> but, you know, some, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's just, you should be a little sobered up and realize, you know, some people have it rougher. Yeah, I would just say from, just from the get-go, just don't assume that everything is as it is really just look at things with uh with kind of skepticism you know yeah. and you, you can still give them the money if you want but really pause and think about it before you go at it yeah i think i think that's uh, yeah. that's fair advice yeah and you know good a good example of this is um uh and i don't know if this is elsewhere but again when i was in athens uh, there was a gang of old men who would scam people out of uh, free drinks, which was it's kind of it's kind of a funny scam. It, uh, like it's one of the few scams that didn't really bother me so much. Um, but basically, what they did is they would hang out uh, near their uh, these like really heavily trafficked tour spots, right? Yeah. And they would they would come up to you and they would just do the oh do you have the time? You'd start talking and they'd be like, oh, what's that accent? Oh, I have, my brother lives in the U.S. or, you know, tries to make a connection with you, right? Talks to you for a few minutes. Give me your booze. Now, when this happened, and we're going to talk about this later, I was already well aware of pickpockets and they, they work in pairs. Yeah. So I already put my hands on my pockets because I was waiting yeah, I was yeah. waiting for his friend to come up behind me and try to steal my stuff. Um, but nothing happened. And I thought, oh, this is just a genuine old man. You know, just, <laughs> he's just talking. And then he says, you know what? Have you had um, Uzo, which is the classic Greek uh, liquor. Yeah, I was like, no, I haven't had it yet. Oh, let me buy you one. And again, and I, I was like, this is a little weird. No, normally, I would not say yes to this, yeah. but I was just in the spirit of like, yeah, for, you know, I'm just fresh. Like, I'm new. I'm exploring. Yeah, yeah let's, why not? Let's, let's do it. Yeah. So it takes me to a very empty bar. And as we enter, gives kind of like a wink and a nod to the uh, bartender. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is just his bar. They know each other, whatever. Yee. 
So he orders the, t- the two Uzos, we drink, and then a uh, bartender comes over, says, hey, that'll be 10 euro. I look at the guy, uh, and he just goes, oh no, I don't, have, I don't have any money, you have to pay. <laughs> and the second he said, I was like, oh, I was just, I was just scammed. <coughs> Yo, I'm, I'm not gonna lie though, I really respect that hustle. It, me too, it's a small amount of money, and I, yeah, I found it funny, and about three days later, I walked to that same place. The same guy came up to me and asked, do you have the time? Starting his whole thing over. He didn't remember me at all. And then a few weeks later, I passed a separate old man. Do you have the time, sir? And it, I was like, and then I saw them hanging out at one point. It was just a group of like eight-year-old men who were just getting drunk. For I, I hope that that's only those like five dudes who are doing that. Because that's, that's, I don't know, I, I kind of find it brilliant. Yeah. It, again, it, I'm, I'm not, not hurting a, anybody. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of scammers, but I, I kind of respected it and thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Hey, some, some, sometimes you need ooze in the, middle, in the middle of the day and you want a tourist to pay for it. <laughs> How else are you going to do it? In the end, it was, my, I should have said no. Whoops. You know. Yeah. Uh, next one, which I think most people worry about when they hear about traveling in Europe generally, I think it's the most famous one, which is, of course, pickpockets, like oh, you mentioned yes. before. Sure. Uh, yeah, they're everywhere, especially, again, mostly down south I know some more, but they're also in Berlin everywhere. They're also up north. I, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, Even in the state, states, again, uh, if, if you're a U.S. citizen, you won't notice it because they're not targeting you. They're targeting the obvious tourists, just right. like in Europe, they're targeting the obvious people who stand out as tourists. Exactly. Know? And they're really, really sneaky. You know, they, they work in pairs. They they have, like, contraptions built in, and they're, they're really good at it. And... Um, yeah, first and foremost, recommend keeping all of your belongings, your cash, wallet in your front pocket. Yeah, and deep, also deep in your front pocket. Deep yeah. in your front pocket. Also, if you're traveling, what I usually do, I leave my wallet in the hotel mm-hmm. and just take some cash with me, maybe a card, maybe, but usually just like, I'm like, hey, I'm going out, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, I'll bring 50 euro with me. Yeah, right. I'll probably be just fine. To, just enough for what you need. Yeah, exactly. Put that in my pocket. If it gets stolen, that sucks. But at least it's not my credit cards, it's not my ID, it's not everything else. So, yeah, exactly. That's like the first thing I really recommend is like, don't carry around your, of course, your passport or your wallet. Just take a few, few bucks, put it in your pocket, and use that for the day. Yeah, yeah. And when I was 18 and we were backpacking, we would each carry an emergency 50 euro in our uh, sock and our shoe. Oh, that's smart. So that way if we, yeah, again, if we were pick, a normal wallet was pickpocketed, we had enough to get a hostel or to get a meal or, mm-hmm. you know, until we could get some money wired to us. Or, yeah. Sorry, money wire. It's making me sound old. Nice. Uh, this was pre, uh, pre, uh, pre-internet and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Pre-internet. Um, but yeah, that, that's, and, 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 and I would say the key thing is in crowded places, subways, uh, you know, mm-hmm. crowded line. Okay, it's um, Corona now, so maybe you don't have to worry about it too much. Uh, but still, cr- these crowded places always have a hand on each pocket, firmly pressing down. Yep. Uh, you would always because people believe they think, oh, I I would feel somebody putting their hand in my pocket. You don't. It's happened to me twice. Again, sorry to Athens. It was in Athens. Sorry. Oh my gosh, uh, you're really painting a bad picture of Athens. Um, that th- these people are very good, and that they will walk bump into you for half a second, and they'll just look absolutely normal and remove your wallet in that quick of a time so i've also heard of somewhere they have like a crowd of people confuse you like they're playing soccer or whatever around you confusing you distraction and you're yeah. like what's going on and then by the time they're gone like your 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 pocketbook your purse <laughs> like a six-year-old lady your purse is gone your wallet everything's gone your phone's gone because it's really good this distraction and like really just slipping their finger and getting it out there yeah yeah yeah. and one thing we did as backpackers which again not a lot of people are going to do but we were young and we thought it was a good idea is we installed uh snaps on our pockets in our in our pants 
you know, like the snaps you have in your jacket that snap two metal pieces together. <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but we installed snaps so that to get into our pockets, it required so much force to unsnap the snaps to actually reach in. So that way we we could just walk around our hands nowhere near our pockets because we knew it'd be impossible for somebody to get to get into our pockets. And it actually kind of, I don't know, gave us that like peace of mind. And it, <laughs> again, this was like an 18 year old. You're selling such a nerd. This was an 18 year old idea. <laughs> Because because we saw these people with like money belts and stupid, we're like we're not gonna wear a money belt oh, after oh, we reach under our shirt and all this kind of crap. Like, I just called you a nerd. I had a money belt when I first moved here. Did you? Yeah, did you actually dad, use it though? My dad made me take it. Uh, yeah, my like, dad wear, gave wear me a money belt. My dad made me take it. I didn't wear it because it, the second the second you reach under your shirt to like it's an obvious signal to everybody that you have well, a money belt. You know? I, I got one that was actually really cool, which I would recommend actually if you're like really paranoid, it's actually, it's a little uh, clip and you clip it to the inside of your pants. So it's pretty much like a pocket, mm. but it's inside your pants to pull out the whole thing to get the uh, money out. Okay. And that was actually pretty cool. I used that. Nice. And it was actually comfortable. No worries. No really tell you had it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I think, but in general, just especially in crowded places, just really be aware, have your hands in your pockets. Because um, uh, yeah, w- one example was, again, when I was in Athens, I was actually walking uh, with nobody around and the sun was in a position where I could see that there was two shadows uh, directly behind. I, I could by the shadow, I could see there's people directly behind me, right. too close for comfort. And I knew what they were doing. I was like, they're gonna try to pickpocket me. So I immediately stopped walking, and they were so close that they slammed into me when I stopped walking. So I turned around. And I said, "Hey guys, what's going on? You need some help or something?" They're like, "No, all good." And they they walked off, and I watched them walk off. You know, good 50 meters. And I was like, "Okay, all good now." Put in my headphones, started walking uh, towards the U-Bahn or the subway. Sorry. Uh, and I was going through this little tunnel to get to the subway. I'm listening to my music. Suddenly, two guys pass me out of nowhere. And it really scared me because normally you would hear the footsteps behind you. Right. But, but I didn't hear them until suddenly they were passing me. And it just scared me. And I was like, oh, shit. Ooh. Anyways, they, they walk by. And it's not until like 20 meters ahead when they go to exit. They turn and he winks at me. And it's the guys from before. And I immediately went, oh, shit. And I went and all my zippers from my backpack were open and everything oh. was missing. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. Wow. So, he even so, winked at you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. A, it's like a horror villain. So like, it, so I was onto them, but they came back for more. So these people are aggressive. So uh, just, just be aware, you know, like in the outer pockets, of your backpack, don't keep valuables, keep candy, yeah. whatever, keep the good stuff. Deep I like, in there. I like uh, snap backpacks, hard yeah. open. I also, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to say something else, but I totally forgot. Um, but yeah, that was again another one of the thing where I was kind of like mm, touche, you know, like uh, didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. But they they didn't again. I don't keep much in my backpack, so they didn't get away with much. So it was it was fine. It was like ten year worth of shit they took. So life yeah. goes on. I, I usually also try not to listen to uh, music with my headphones when, when I'm in a new place. Yeah, just that's... so I can keep my surroundings better. Even sometimes in Berlin now, when I'm walking home late at night, I try to make sure my I have, or I, if I have headphones in, I just keep the music off. Mm. So it looks like I'm listening to something, but I can still hear around me. Good advice. Just to be safe, yeah. you know? Yeah, uh, you're, yeah, you're right. Like, especially if you're in a new place, you really got to keep your wits about you. And Absolutely. So you can hear everything. Yeah. Until, you, you, until you know it better and then, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, another one where I actually got my stuff stolen is oh. the, like, sign my petition scam or sign a piece of paper scam. Oh, look yeah. this piece of paper scam. You see that in Berlin a lot. Yeah, yeah. It happened to me in Berlin my first, like, three months. Mm-hmm. Um so pretty much what it is, like, I'll, I'll tell you my story and I'll kind of explain what it is. I was hanging out at a cafe outside and my phone on the table because I wanted to see the time because I was during my break at work. I wanted to see the time for my break was over. This guy comes up to me. I couldn't understand what he was saying. I wasn't sure if it was German or whatever because I didn't even speak German that well back right, then Right, you're fresh. Exactly. So he put a piece of paper down the table and I was looking at it. I was like a bunch of gibberish. Like it wasn't even, 
it wasn't any language ever I don't think <laughs> like I really don't think it was um, and then I was like I'm sorry I, I got nothing for you hmm. and then I was like okay and he left picks paper up and he leaves and then 15 minutes passed I drink my coffee I look down oh what time is it like where the fuck was my phone I'm looking at my pockets on the oh, table and no. put the paper down pick up the phone with the paper as he leaves oh man and then yeah choose and I went to the police um because I thought it would do something I went to the police and I filed a report and I said oh yeah we'll call you back in for questioning what do you look like and I was like you look like a dude with a hat <laughs> yeah because um, you're not paying attention so you're not you don't you don't we're not gonna remember much about exactly and, like. and, and the cops aren't gonna care about a stolen phone mm. usually so yeah, watch out for that. That's a very, very, very common one. And when I told people when I got back to work and I told them about it, like, oh, dude, that's like the oldest trick in the, the book. classic one. It's it a is, classic and it still works apparently. It is like, I would recommend anybody comes up to you, sign my petition, petition, save the whales, whatever. I hate to say it, but just just say no. Like, because most of them are, you'll, you'll also see these people who they claim that they're mute and deaf, you know, they can't hear, yes. they can't speak. And they'll have a piece of paper saying, I'm deaf, blah, 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 sign this petition to help me. Uh, you're supposed to write your name and donate some money. Almost all the time, they're yeah. actually not deaf and mute. Like I actually saw one guy call out one of the people, and once the cops started coming, the woman started talking to the police officer. The woman who said she was mute and couldn't talk suddenly oh. is talking. So really, any yeah. any this any sign this uh, donate to that. I would if you're a tourist, really just stay away from it. Yeah, you know, I would definitely make your and donations like, at home with through uh, PayPal or something. You know, yeah, you might see those people with like WWF or these good organizations uh, around with a tent, or everything like that. I think those are they're more official. I mean, that's okay, but that you'll you'll know if you see a random person ask you to sign a position, mm. just don't sign it. It's not don't even don't even give them the light of day. Say sorry, no, thank you, bye. Sorry, sorry, no, 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 no. And just keep walking away. Yeah, and again, if if you say no enough and you just keep walking, eventually. They get it and they move on to the next person. Exactly. So, you know. Exactly. Um, uh, what, next one I want to bring up, which can affect uh, young men, is um, what I later I found out is called the clip joint scam, which I didn't know at the time. Um, this is this involves you going to a place, you you order a few drinks for maybe five euro, ten euro, and then they charge you an absorbent amount of money and refuse to let you leave that bar till you pay the money, um, and it's it's quite a scary scam. That sounds really terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Sounds um, like, a, like a hostile situation. Yeah. This happened to me in Cologne. And we were on our way to a club and we wanted to, we knew clubs are expensive. So we wanted to stop at a little pub, get some cheap drinks before we go to the club. We're walking down kind of a dark street. We only see one kind of pub tavern looking place. We walk in. It's pretty empty. There's only two women sitting at the bar. We sit down. We order two two beers. These two women start talking to me and my friend. And we're like, okay, whatever. Start talking to them. And then they ask they ask this odd question where the women ask, uh, "Can I order a, a champagne uh, wine?" Right? And I'm asking, "Why are you asking me if you can order a wine? Hmm. Do what you want to do. You're an adult." So I was like, "Sure." So she orders like one glass of wine, you know, normal glass of wine. Anyways, time we're like, "Okay, we had our beer. Time to go." Uh, the guy the bartender looks at us and says, "That'll be one twenty, like a hundred twenty euro." Well, first we were like, oh, $1.20? He's like, no, 120 euro. We're like, wait, well, we had two beers. And he's like, oh, but you also paid for that glass of wine. That, that glass of wine was 115 euro. Like oh your beers are only, were only 250 each. But and it total lie. It's a four, it's a $3 bottle, a glass of wine, you know? And we're, of course, we're like, no, that's ridiculous. Remember, we're 18 years old. We have barely any money. Like, yeah. like, no, thanks. We go to leave. Suddenly there's a huge, uh, you know, door guy blocks the door, says, no, you're not leaving until you give us our money. 
Man, you've gotten yourself in some really tricky situations. Yeah, and again, just by, like, just by happenstance. Um, and, uh, and I think it's just bad luck, man. And yeah, and he forced, uh, he came with us uh, with his hand on our shoulders to the nearest ATM, made us withdraw the money. And uh, we were so humiliated that we had two more days of our hotel in that, in that city. And we left the next day at 6 a.m. because we were so like embarrassed and shamed by Cologne oh. that we just left. Um, and it wasn't until many years later I found out that this is a pretty popular scam and that most likely this was a, a pub at a brothel. And usually when they see you're not paying for the women, they get pissed off and they'll, they're will they like, okay, we'll get the money out of them this way. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and for those of you who don't know, brothels are legal in Germany. Yeah. But they're also illegal ones too, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and this one, again, it could have been a brothel uh, but it, because sometimes, I guess, there, there's like a bar in the front. But to us, it just looked like a little pub. Um, oh, but but man. now but now looking back on it, those two women you know could have been uh, prostitutes. We don't know, but uh, yeah. So watch out for that. Only go to place crowded places. Um, yeah, yeah. What can I, I say for sure? And the thing is, Jeff, is that we actually have like a bunch more written down. Right. But I think we'll just save it for part two because yeah, I'll save it for part two. Yeah, for sure. We wow. Oh, yeah, we have a lot. Yeah, so we'll definitely have part two of this episode because we have a lot more scams to talk about. And I think that uh, it's pretty important to know if you're traveling for the first time, especially into Europe, because there are a lot. And Europe is a wonderful place, but there's still, um, you got to be a little street smart sometimes. You yeah, know? in no way are we trying to scare you. And 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 again, I'm listening to a lot of scams that have happened to me, but these are scams that have happened to me over the course of 15 years. So it's, right. like, it's like once every three years this happens to me. And also uh, to be clear as well, I've been, I've been like, my phone was stolen once. Mm-hmm. And the taxi thing happened once, but like Jeff is way worse luck, and I don't know what's wrong with him. But well, like, well, I, th- I think it's because see, when you moved to Europe, you had never really traveled here before, right? Whereas I did several like month, two month long backpacking trips through Europe as a young person, and and when an eighteen year old American tourist is kind of the ideal target. Yeah, for, okay, fair enough for a scam. And so when you're when you're in Europe for months and months and months, eventually you're gonna. Uh, that, that's a fair enough point. So Jeff's yeah. not stupid. No, no. And again, since these things happened to me, since then, I'm very vigilant. You know, when this tax thing happens to me, I say, okay, pull over. I want to get out. I keep my hands in my pockets when I feel. And the main thing is people use your instinct. When something feels wrong, it yes. probably is. Walk away. And that's the thing. You, yeah. Yeah. If, if, yeah, exa- that's exactly. Your gut is the power. Yeah. And, and do not worry about politeness. Just really, if it feels wrong, just walk away and just say, I'm sorry and walk away. And, exactly. And then you'll be better off. Yeah. And yeah, but, but you know, uh, besides these little things, you're gonna have a great time on your vacation. <laughs> For <of course>. sure, <laughs> you'll have a great time. We promise. But what we're not gonna walk away from is the whiskey review, Jeff. Oh, can you give me just a quick splash of, of run out? Oh, thank you. There you go. I shouldn't have given myself another little, little oopsie. Yeah, don't, don't overdo it though. A little oopsie daisy. Yeah. Oopsie daisy. I was more of a whoopsie daisy when I was younger, but huh. yeah. interesting. You say oopsie daisy, oopsie daisy. I think I said whoopsie daisy, oopsie daisy, whoopsie daisy. It's kind of the same. Yeah. Is it oops or whoops? Whoops, oopsie daisy. Like we say, it's like oops, like oopsie. Yeah, oopsie daisy. Okay, so for our listeners, we're gonna do a cheer cheer. Oh yeah. Hmm. I like it. It's good. Um, I'm gonna give two different reviews for this one. Okay. One as a drinking standalone, neat in a glass, and one as a, like a mixer. But you haven't mixed it yet. 
Uh, but I, I can just sense this could be a good mixer. Are you, you, know? just, are you adjusting your gut? Yeah, like I think I think this would be just be good for several whiskey cocktails. Okay. As a mixer, I'm gonna give it like it's pretty like a t- eight out of ten. Oh nice. As a eating or sorry, as a drinking by itself out of a glass, eh, let's give it like a. Ooh. I don't know, six and a half. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Six and a half. I'm thinking okay. six and a half. Um, I think I think it's a fine. It's a it's a it's a totally fine Canadian whiskey. Yeah, I like it. It's fine, yeah. but that's it's fine. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of big flavors coming at you. The burn comes at a weird time. Um, I think the problem is our yeah. pre- our preference is yeah whiskeys that kind of get in your face and linger quite a bit and really kind of punch you with their flavor. So when whiskeys don't do that, we're kind yeah. of, we're kind of disappointed. Doesn't mean it's a bad whiskey. Just. It's got a fine flavor. I think for the oh. price, it's fine. Like for for less than twenty euro, was oh, it nineteen ninety five or whatever? If you consider that, that's great. For twenty euro, I would. This would be like if I wasn't doing a podcast about whiskey and didn't have like twenty bottles of whiskey on my shelf. This would be something I would buy on the regular to drink because it's cheap and it's and it's good. The yeah. the taste to expensive ratio. If in that case, I'd give it like a a seven seven and a half. Yeah, that's that's where I was at the eight for like a, the mixing. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think like uh, this Canadian club and like a standard bottle of Jameson. I think anybody should have in their liquor cabinet yes. just as something to pull out, uh, make a make a drink with, or you know, drink uh, drink in a glass for cheap. For sure, yeah. yeah. And and the bottle looks really classy too. So people will think like, damn, he's classy. I might or okay. She, I don't know. Should I bump it up to a seven? Yeah, six and a half. Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna stay with six and a half. I yeah. think I've got a lot feel, of sevens recently. I feel bad. I'll, I'll leave it at six and a half. Let's do six and a half. Okay. Cool. Six and a half, eight, four as a mixer. I'll give it a six and a half. That's it. Okay. Because I don't, I don't mix. I don't do a lot of mix. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening to episode 27. Woo. Woo. Um, we'll be back next week with the... Uh, <laughs> let's, we don't have to have a mystery every time. We'll have our top best and worst things about Berlin. Yes. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And stay safe. And stay thirsty. And cheers. Cheers. And and No, just let it die.